in sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedar sinai for 31 years. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of time. And soon to be, in February, 10 years on the radio. Loving it. Had a busy day in the operating room yesterday. Can't operate electively at Cedars right now because of COVID, and hopefully this is tapering off. Um, but I was able to work in the surgery center doing all these anterior cruciate ligament tears in skiers and martial arts. Also did a rotator cuff yesterday in the surgery center. Patients keep coming. I so much enjoy seeing you guys during the week. The magic word that brings a big smile to my face is when you say, oh, Dr. Pfeffer. I've been listening to you for years, but get ready for the next thing I'm going to say to you, which is, really? What's your favorite story? (laughs) I cannot wait for today's show. I am so excited. 815 Calling In is a true baseball expert. And whether you like baseball or not, you have to respect the passion that someone has for what it is that they do for a living for many, many years. Stan Conti, my guest at 815, was the athletic trainer for the beloved Los Angeles Dodgers baseball team. He started working in San Francisco for the Giants and then took over working for the Dodgers. The reason I'm calling Stan Conti to be my guest today is because he is an expert in injury to the elbow, to the shoulder in baseball pitchers. And last week, we saw the passing of one of the most beloved baseball pitchers ever because he lived to do it longer than anybody else. His name was Phil Necro. He was pitching in the major leagues till he was 48 years old. Who even knows how long Satchel Paige was pitching in his lifetime? And that's a whole nother story. But for the Atlanta Braves, they were blessed to have this pitcher, Phil Necro, forever. He had a no-hitter. He had multiple years where he won more than 20 games. And the reason is because he threw a pitch that very few people can throw. And it's called a knuckleball. Because literally, to throw this baseball, you have to stick two of your fingernails into the baseball. Now, why would you do that? Because what Phil Necro learned from his father as a child is that if you can master throwing this ball where you contort acrobatically your fingers like a claw, into the baseball, and you don't have to throw it 100 miles an hour, which is what wears out your elbow and your shoulder as a baseball pitcher. But if you can master this pitch, you can pitch forever, it seems. And Phil Necro practically did. But here's what I love about this pitch, the knuckleball. You throw it only 70 miles an hour, so every pitcher thinks they can smack it for a home run. But once that pitch leaves your hand, the wind and the spin influences the ball's path in a way that even the pitcher has no idea 
what it's going to do. The catcher has no idea what path this ball is going to take. And especially the hitter has no idea where this ball is going. How could you possibly control the chaos, especially when you start off slow and speed up into these crazy moves? In a minute, you're going to hear sound bites of Phil Necro and the hitters and the catchers talking about this chaos that he could throw by digging his fingernails into the baseball and striking everybody out. And it made me think all week, you know how much I love the world of art, the world of sports, and the world of surgery. Where do you see the story of controlling chaos, making sense out of something that's designed not to make sense? And for me, it's in this song that many people consider the greatest rock and roll song ever written, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. It was written first by Jimmy Page with the music. There were no lyrics. And Jimmy Page was a studio musician, guitar player, who learned concert playing. He, you'll hear in the soundbite, he wanted us to write a song, a rock and roll song, as a tribute to Bach, the classical composer. But he also wanted typical Led Zeppelin to violate all the rules, start the song off slow, speed it up, and be influenced. In the case of the knuckleball, influenced by the spin and the wind, he wanted the song to now be influenced by John Paul Jones, his bandmate, saying, instead of an electric piano, Jimmy Page, let's use a recorder. And Robert Plant saying, I'll write the lyrics to this music, but by the way, they won't make any sense. I'm going to speed up and slow down just like the pace that you built into this song. It's a phenomenal song because it essentially, to me, is a knuckleball. Only you're going to hear a musician talk about the flight of his song just like Phil Negro talking about the flight of that pitch that he threw for his whole career. The knuckleball. That's going to be today's topic. And in a minute, we'll start with the soundbite.